Hey, it's Kathy. I just want to let you know that I'm doing a free five-day workshop. It's called the Abundance Activation Challenge, and it starts today. And it's not too late for you to join us. Today is the last day to join. Go to kathyheller.com slash five day to sign up. The pre-party has been happening and it's been such a blast. There's so many high vibe women in there who are ready to call in more abundance. I know that you will love that you showed up for this. I'll be live at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern every day this week, teaching you how to become a master manifester. You are just going to have the best time. If you want to join us, sign up at kathyheller.com slash five day. I encourage people to be flossom. Put all your flaws out there. Nobody wants to see your perfection. If you're a person who's looking to have more purpose in your life, if you're saying to yourself, I don't want to just go to work, I want to do my life's work, this is the show. This is the show, Don't Keep Your Day Job. How do you figure out how to take your passion and turn it into a profit? Life is too short not to wake up every day excited. You've got something that you've got to share with the world. I'm positive. That's why you're here. The show will not just give you inspiration, but some real life tools that you can start to take some real action week after week so that you can not just go to work and build someone else's dream. You can do the thing that you've always truly wanted to do. Make yourself the happiest version of you. My name is Kathy Heller. I'm so happy that you're here. Thanks to Rothy's for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Right now, Rothy's has an amazing deal for my listeners. Free shipping and free returns and exchanges on your Rothy's shoes. You can go to rothys.com and enter Dream Job to get your cute shoes and free shipping. It's a no-brainer. Shoes that are comfortable, stylish, and sustainable and free shipping. That's rothys.com. Promo code Dream Job. Get this deal while it lasts. Thanks to Skillshare for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Skillshare is offering Don't Keep Your Day Job listeners a limited time offer of two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash Dream Job. Again, you can go to Skillshare.com slash Dream Job to get two months of unlimited access of over 20,000 classes for just 99 cents. Thanks to Ring for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. As a listener, you have a special offer on a Ring Starter Kit available right now with a video doorbell and motion-activated floodlight cam. The Starter Kit has everything you need to start building a ring of security around your home. You can just go to ring.com slash dream job. That's ring.com slash dream job. Thanks to BioClarity for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. You can get started on healthier habits with your skincare. Just go to bioclarity.com and get 15% off your entire first purchase. Plus, shipping is free when you buy a routine, and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee, but you just have to enter my code DREAMJOB. Hey, guys. It's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. Hope you guys are off to a great Monday. I hope you're feeling what's possible, and I hope you're leaning in more and more to what feels most like you. I know that over the last couple weeks, I felt just more shifts uh, talking to Danielle Laporte was huge. I've been meditating more. And I just want you to trust that there's so much guiding you. Um, and sometimes we just have to let go of some of the resistance, some of the fear, and uh, really trust that our gut and our soul is is guiding us and directing us towards things that are exciting because there's so much good stuff on the other side. And it might be a little fuzzy as we're walking toward it. But if we can trust that whatever's pulling us is pulling us for a bigger reason and that our joy really is something to take note of, uh, when we step into it, it's incredible how things will start to transform right before your eyes and you will learn exactly where you need to be going and who you need to be reaching out to and what to be doing step by step. I posted on Instagram the other day, I said, have the courage to make mediocre things. 
And it's true. Uh, that is so much of what this is all about. What would happen if you allowed yourself to follow the whisper in your heart? And if you kept going with that, and I know that the fear is going to bubble up and you're going to hear things like, I don't feel ready. I'm not good enough. I don't have a clue how this is going to lead to what I want to achieve. If you can just trust that if you can stay in the flow with whatever it is that's calling you, doors are going to open, things are going to sprout, and your dreams are going to take form. I promise you. You know what's so exciting is this week, I'm going to be interviewing several of you. Uh, we had talked about this on our Don't Keep Your Digital Facebook group and on the show over the last few weeks. We've been saying, hey, you know, if you've had some huge milestones, if you've taken some action over listening to the show over the course of the last year or two years since we started the show, let us know. And we got a lot of emails and messages and we decided to interview a few of you. And I'm so excited to sit down with some of you this week and I'll be playing for you guys those conversations as soon as they're recorded. We'll be putting those out over the next couple of weeks. And I'm so excited to share with you uh, the courage and the success and even the missteps, because I think that we learn that success is really just like a bag of uh, rejections and redirections, and it all is helpful and it's all good information and it's all really leading us to where we need to be. So I'm excited to dive into that. I'm also excited to dive into today's episode because we have someone here who I just love. Uh, she's so easy to like. She's so easy to want to be best friends with. So we're going to get into it. I get questions all the time from listeners. Uh, what should I post on social media? How can I write great copy? How can I write content that's true for me that's also interesting? And today's guest is going to help us answer those questions. So I really am so excited that she's here. Her name is Laura Belgray. I've been a fan of hers for years, and I refer people to her all the time. She's an award-winning copywriting expert, and she's the founder of Talking Shrimp, She's been writing for TV spots, clients like NBC, Fandango, Bravo. She's also written copy for celebrities like Joan Rivers, SpongeBob SquarePants. And she's helping entrepreneurs and creatives infuse more of their soul, more of their story, more of their personality into their business. And essentially, she's helping them get paid to be 100% really themselves. Laura teaches a class called The Copy Cure, which she created and does with Marie Forleo. You guys might know who Marie is. She's really a giant in this world of uh, helping business entrepreneurs and creatives to really get their business off the ground. And Laura and Marie teamed up to create The Copy Cure. And we're going to get into the story of how they met, which is really super fun. And she has so many juicy tips on how do you write in a way that reflects your true self and really helps you stand out so that uh, you can really connect with your listeners. And it's not just like another piece of something in the internet that's like in this white noise, but how do you really break through? Before we bring her on, let's just thank one of our sponsors. So you probably heard about this company that makes insanely comfortable and stylish flats from recycled plastic water bottles because I've been talking about them all the time. I love Rothy's. I have these flats and hot pink. I wear them literally when I'm going to a meeting or just going grocery shopping. They're so easy to wear and so comfortable. And it blows my mind that they're really made from recycled plastic water bottles. Rothy's is the everyday flat for life on the go. It's stylish, classic, comfortable, and it comes in three fashionable styles, the flat, the point, the loafer, and the sneaker for women and girls. You have to check out these shoes. And then you're going to want to tell every woman you know, I definitely do that myself. I love my Rothy's. I know you will too. Right now, Rothy's has an amazing deal for my listeners. You can use code DREAMJOB and get free shipping with no minimum. Free shipping and free returns and exchanges on your Rothy's shoe. And trust me, you're not going to return them. You can go to rothys.com 
R-O-T-H-Y-S.com and enter code DREAMJOB to get your favorite flats with free shipping. It's a no-brainer. It's the holiday season. If you want to get a gift for someone, you want to do something that's also going to help the environment. These are sustainable shoes with free shipping. Get yourself a pair today. Rothy's.com, promo code DREAMJOB. Get this deal while it lasts. All right, without further ado, please welcome the super savvy, awesome Laura Belgray. Hey, Laura, I'm so happy to have you here. How are you? Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, Kathy. Thanks for having me. No, this is just so fun because I'm like really such a fan of yours. I've known about you for a long time and I've referred people to you. So tell us a little bit about how you even got to be this maven of branding and and language. And then we'll sort of, I have some other questions up my sleeve for you, but let's start with that. Let's hear your story a little bit. Uh, Yes, how I got to be this maven. Well, I started in magazines at a place called Spy Magazine and pretty much sucked at my internship. And the editor took me out to lunch and was like, hinted very nicely. She was like, you know, you can take initiative here. Um, ah! I was like, oh, thanks for that tip. <laughs> um, so I didn't, I just like did not feel like I had it in me, had the ideas in me at this magazine. And I, I was like, I don't think I like journalism. And I wanted some kind of career mm-hmm. that tapped my talent. I wasn't sure what that was, like how I was going to use my writing talent, mm-hmm. but I just wanted something that felt like it tapped it. And um, the ad side, had gotten to know me because I was around. They needed help on the ad side and hired me out of my internship when it was over. And they gave me an assignment, which was to write an advertorial. It is an ad in the form of content. So I wrote an advertorial for Doers Magazine and people thought it was really funny. It was a, a quiz. Do you party like your Uncle Marty? It was basically a quiz to determine how much of a loser you were on a scale of one to 10, whether you partied like an old fart. And that sort of launched my copywriting career. I then went on from there to New York Magazine writing ad copy for them. And um, anything I did there that was too creative, my boss uh, who hated me would say, well, this would be great if it were a Nickelodeon piece, but unfortunately it's not. Oh my and uh, that's lovely. And the next, the next job I got was basically at Nickelodeon. That's so, so weird. Uh, yes, <laughs> um, I, I had a friend. Actually, it was at VH1, but it led to Nickelodeon. I had a friend writing promos for VH1, and I was like, "What? What do you mean? What are promos?" And he said, "Well, I write the little things for TV. Like I watch a whole bunch of TV and then write those little spots that are sort of like commercials. They're in between the commercials and they're for the network." Right. And I was like, "Oh my god, that's a job!" Right. I need to have that job. Absolutely. So. I got a job writing promos for V, like I wrote my first promo for VH1, and that led to writing promos for Nickelodeon and Nick at Night, and that's how I got started doing that. And I was in that business for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah. And then at some point, I met Marie Forleo. Now, how'd you guys meet? I met her at Crunch. Right. In hip hop class, she was just the hot chick who could do all the moves in the front row. Oh my and... god! You met her before she even oh yeah ascended. Oh yeah, she was annoyingly good. Yeah, annoyingly cute body. Oh yeah, so good at it. And I really, I 
couldn't stand her at first. I just hated her. Absolutely. Uh, of course. Like, as anyone should. Anyone <laughs> should hate her um, until they know her. I finally started talking to her and she turned out to be really nice. Yeah. Which was disappointing because I was like, oh, now I don't. You can't hate her I now. I can't hate her anymore. Yeah, I have to bad. like her. Right, right. And she had great energy and it turned out that she was bartending and my uh, now husband, boyfriend at the time, was about to open a restaurant. He was the GM and I was like, oh, he's looking for bartenders. So she took on another bartending job and worked for him. Cool. And so I saw I would see her there. This is so neat to hear about this sort of behind the scenes rise of this girl. Cool. Yeah. Well she and we started walking home together from hip hop and then she started teaching hip hop and I would go to every class of hers. And she was also starting to be a life coach and she had a newsletter and she would bring this big yellow pad and before she started the routine, the class, she would say, um, hey, I'm not just a hip hop teacher. I'm also a life coach and I have a newsletter. If you would like to sign up for my newsletter, it's called Magical Moments. And I'm going to pass around this pad and just add your name before or after the class. Oh my gosh. And so it was like a very early opt-in. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was just thinking that. That's crazy. Yeah. Analog opt-in. <laughs> and people would be like, a newsletter? It's free? Yay. Right. I want yeah. in on this. Um, so we would just walk home together. We became decent friends and um, fell out of touch. And then I was just in this kind of creative rut. And she has these kind of witchy senses called me out of the blue. <laughs> and was just like, just, I was just thinking about you, wondering how you're doing and wonder if you want to come to this thing with me. And um, I knew what thing it was because she had talked about it before. It was this weird kind of like boutique-y self-help cult that she was in Mm -hmm. at the time. And I was like, you know, normally I wouldn't be interested, but I'm trying to figure out what my thing is in life. I love writing promos. It was a dream job for me, but it was a, but I still felt like I had more to say. Yeah, of course you did. Um, it wasn't necessarily that I wanted to go change the world. I had, I didn't have that rumbling right, right, that some right. people have. Like I've got to make a huge impact in a big way. It was just more like, I have a voice that's not, that I'm not able to put yeah. into promos. I have stuff to say and I don't know where to put this writing and I want to get paid a lot for it. Right. I want to get paid more than I am now. Right. And, um, was just trying to find my thing. And this culty thing didn't help me find it necessarily, but I became closer with Marie and Marie launched an online course that was, it was called, I think it was just called virtual mastery Mm. or online mastery, Mm -hmm. something like that. And after she'd done it for about a year, I was like, should I join your course? Or is that weird? Because we're friends. And she was like, don't be stupid. Of course you should join my course. And so I joined her course and she saw like in that course, there were a lot of people starting businesses yeah, or online businesses. And I helped them a bunch with their copy in the forum part of the course. Yeah. And I think Marie saw me doing that. And she asked if I wanted to do more like of that kind of stuff. And she hired me to coach people in her high level mastermind, um, in copy. And she asked me to speak at her first live event 
I was like, sure, you know, I can talk about copywriting. It wasn't at all from a an online perspective, no. an entrepreneur right. perspective. It was like what I knew from writing promos. But I taught like five steps to non-sucky copy or five secrets to non-sucky <laughs> copy, which good later became my opt-in. Yeah, um, <laughs> I love it. People started coming up to me after the talk and which I almost canceled, by the way, because I was like, I don't know what to talk about. I don't talk in front of people. I've never mm -hmm. done this kind of thing. Of and, but I didn't chicken out. I went through with yep. it. And people started coming up to me and asking, hey, can you help me with my with the copy on my website? Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, sure, I can do that. I hadn't done it before, but I knew I could help somebody write in a way that was more conversational than they probably were. Mm -hmm. And would be better for them. And so I took on a couple of jobs and started getting private clients. And that was how I got a toe into the world of online entrepreneurs and small businesses and solopreneurs and all that. And in like 2010, I had had a really sweet contract um, with my biggest client in TV. And then my client slash boss called me into her office one day and she was like, I, you know, I want to meet with you and close the door. And she's like, yeah, you know, that contract you have um, with us. Well, it's been great, but we're not going to renew it. Hmm. That was my bread and butter. Pretty much my everything, like most of my living right. came from that. Right. And I was like, oh man, I'm going to have to, that's besides being incredibly sad. And like, what do I do now right. with myself? I was like, I'm going to have to make up a lot of income. Mm -hmm. And so I put packages up on my site and started pursuing clients in the online world a little bit, uh, I'd say not, not a whole lot more, like I might've written an email or something, but once I had offerings up, people started taking me up on them and booking me. And that eventually built into the business that I have now, which is almost all private clients and teaching and courses and that kind of thing. And Marie and I partnered together to do the copy cure. So, you know, the thing is when that, when that woman said, close the door, she really gave you the ticket to your life, right? Cause um, you lost your job and you gained everything. You know, you're gonna be putting in work. You may as well be building your own dream. And then you don't fire yourself unless you have a new idea and then you can no. pivot and that's all fine. But why not build your own brand? You have so much that you can do and teach and make and curate. And But you did free yourself from that. And probably the reason you were fired is because you were ready to take that leap. That's usually when it happens in a way, because there's a part of us that's ready to take that next level. So I want to go yeah. into some of the copy stuff now. When you were first doing those, you know, five steps, non-sucky copy, what's some of those mm -hmm. steps? Let's start with basic. Like, what are some of the things that you could tell us you have to think about this. Yeah. Okay. So well, first of all, everyone can download that on my site. It's still there. Great. Um, my five five tips for non-sucky copy, but I'll give you a few and I'll give them in a different order okay. so that I can remember it. I have a handy acronym, C-O-P-Y. Oh, and that's handy. <laughs> yes. So the C stands for conversational. And that's the number one thing. It's where people get the most tripped up sounding like themselves mm. because it sounds one way in your head and then you put it down on the page and all of a sudden it's your English teacher coming out mm. or it is a sales bot, you know, or it's Shakespeare or it's someone in like 90s shoulder pads and a briefcase. Mm -hmm. 
like it comes out in a businessy, convoluted, overly written, um, overly formal way. And I think it's because most of us are taught or get this notion that formal is professional, that you have to be formal to be professional. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. And it's not the case. And it's especially not the case now in just in marketing and advertising, like what catches our attention, the slickest brands, the coolest, the brands that we love the most are the most conversational. But I'd say that conversational is the new professional mm-hmm. in this, in this modern yeah, I agree. era. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, people still have their English teacher in their head saying, don't use contractions and use full, complete sentences. And, you know, there should be a period here. There should be a comma here. And it's not the way we speak. So I encourage people to think of it not as copywriting, but as copy talking. Mm -hmm. I love it. And yeah. And the first trick that I give for that is it only takes one keystroke and it's the one that you hit with your right pinky if you touch type and that's the apostrophe. And that is the symbol that you use for contractions. You know, if you don't remember your grammar, contractions are those combo words like instead of did not, it's didn't. So, you know, nobody says um, in real life, hello and welcome to my website. On this site, I will teach you how you can learn to write copy. You know, you'd be like, hey, welcome. Um, Here's where I'm going to teach you how to write copy. So conversational, right. I absolutely love that. That's awesome. Conversational. Okay. O is for optimize, like optimize your real estate on the page and optimize our attention. So a real estate, like think of a website, if we're talking about a website, the most prime real estate right there is the real estate that you first see above the scroll. Like you go to the website mm-hmm. and there's a big header there and you have a nice big headline you don't want to use that space for something like, you know, welcome to my website. Right. <laughs> we know that we are on a website. Like use that space for something that gets our right. attention with it for a, a great tagline that tells us what you do and who you're yep. for. And then when it comes to just regular writing, like content. So I'll give you this little puzzle. It's not much of a puzzle. In commercial real estate, right on a like on a city block what is the most valuable piece of property is it the corner or the middle i don't know yeah corner you got it it's the The corner corner. okay it's the corner spot right that's where like if you're looking for an atm or a drugstore or whatever you are going to go to the one on the corner it's just where you gravitate to naturally so the equivalent of the corner in your copy, like in your, in a paragraph, for instance, is the first word, um, is the first thing that you see, the first place that you hit and the last. So the beginnings of sentences, the ends of sentences, the beginnings of paragraphs, the ends of paragraphs, you want to start those powerfully with a bang. Don't use a whole bunch of what I call verbal bubble wrap, which is a bunch of filler stuff. Mm For instance, here's something that I'll see on uh, so many about pages. This company is based on the mission, um, which comes from the core principle, which I have believed from a very, very young age, which is the undeniable truth that, you know, in her heart of hearts, every woman knows that she deserves to feel beautiful. Mm Mm-hmm. 
instead of just saying every woman deserves to feel beautiful. Right. Just get right to it. Just tell me get already. Get right to it. Yeah. Get right to it. Don't hold back. So don't. Don't hold back. So like my eye is done. My eye was looking for something good mm -hmm. to read and it just tuned out after, you know, it, it was like, oh, nothing good on the corner yeah, and it went away. It. So what's the P stand for? The P is for paint a picture hmm. with, and this is my, I think the most important one for me. It's the cornerstone of all the writing that I do. And that is using concrete details to show something. So for instance, someone might tell a story, think they're telling a story and say, a year ago, um, last fall, I was at the lowest low point of my life. I was in a, I was in a really dark place and miserable and couldn't deal with life. It was a terrible time for me, but I got over it. Mm -hmm. And we're just like, oh boy, that's interesting. Um, that's really original. Right. It doesn't specific. sound like anything. Right. You don't, it's not specific. What does being in a dark place look like? You know, does it mean you're literally in a dark room under blankets? Does it mean I was sitting for a month in my dirty sweatpants, stalking my ex on Facebook and eating Fritos from the bag? Yeah, that's much more interesting what you just said, right? Right. That's more yeah. interesting. There, you don't have to say I was in a dark no, place. No, because the Fritos you says just say, it all. I was in my sweats for yeah. a month, stalking my ex on Facebook. And you know that you're doing something. It. You don't have to say that it was self-destructive. We all know nothing good can come from stalking your ex on Facebook. So this is great. So we've got conversational, you got optimized, you got paint this picture, being spe be paint specific. And what's the why? Yeah. And the why is for getting a yes or a yikes or, um, or a yay, some form of emotion. Um, really, it is about resonance, but resonance doesn't start with a Y unless you call it yesonance. So <laughs> I just call it yay, yikes, or yes, 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 yes. And that is really, especially if you're selling, if you're writing copy, but no matter what you're writing, this is about keeping in mind what your audience wants to or needs to hear, what is going to strike a chord mm -hmm. with your audience, great. especially if you're selling something. But, you know, I'll like give an example. I think a lot of people when they're writing stuff for something, when they're trying to sell, they get into the language, very insider language of their business or something that they've been steeped in. It probably is usually like self-helpy kind of lingo. Like I worked with a client who helps parents with their parenting and her tagline was learn how to transform your timeouts. Mm -hmm. And basically, no one is up at night going like, oh, no, I really have to transform my timeouts. <laughs> like, if only I could learn to transform my timeouts, um, my life would be perfect. What they, you know, this parent is up at night saying, and this is what I got out of her, is like, they're, they're going like, yeah, God damn it. Why are my kids so bad? And why can I not take them anywhere? Like, why can't we go to right. Chuck E. Cheese without getting yep. kicked out or God forbid a nice yeah, restaurant? Yeah, yeah. And why do I have to yell all the time? Like, can't I get any reaction without yelling? So we change it to have kids you can take anywhere without being an ogre. Right. That's great. That's a little different. 
That's a little different. So you really, you want to find language that is going to hit home with your audience, not just with your colleagues, especially if you're, if we're talking about a business or not just your own head or your own heart. You've got to think about what language other people are going to respond to. I love it. That makes so much sense. Okay. Let's just take a quick ad break. Skillshare is an online learning platform with over 20,000 classes in business, marketing, entrepreneurship, technology, and more. If you're trying to deepen your professional skill set or start a side hustle or build your own business, Skillshare is going to keep you learning this year and next year. I love Skillshare. I've taken a bunch of classes they offer, like classes on entrepreneurship and productivity and social media. You know, we're talking this episode about writing and there's a class on like journaling and there's other classes they have on marketing and social media so that you can take some of the things that Laura has said and then apply it to some of the other pieces that you need when you're putting together your social media campaigns. But there's so much here, whether you're trying to deepen your professional skill set, start a side hustle, or just explore your new passion, Skillshare is there to keep you learning and thriving. You can join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners. You can get two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. That's right. Skillshare is offering you guys, don't keep your day job listeners, two months of unlimited access to over 20,000 classes for only 99 cents. And you can sign up. Just go to Skillshare.com slash dream job. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash dream job to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash dream job. You know, in my career, I've been able to sometimes like break through the noise and get myself a meeting or sometimes I just tend, things tend to rise to the person I I need to connect to. And people have said, how do you do that? And I always say like, I send good email. Like I, I do that thing where I'll, I'll send an email that would say something like, um, Hey, Laura, I'm a mom of three girls when I'm not listening to Frozen for the 15,000th time or making grilled cheese. I host a podcast. Would you like to be on it? So like in terms of being a casual sort of direct person, that's I think one of the things that's really helped me is not having it together. And I was atrocious with grammar my whole life, but just that conversational stuff really helps. Yeah. And your use of details are so good because it would be so different if you wrote a, um, an email that was like, you know, hey, so-and-so, hey, Laura, um, you know, I'm Kathy. I'm a crazy busy mom. Uh... And just like you, I'm keeping all the, I'm juggling it all, trying to have it all and keep all the balls in the right. air. Like that's so boring. So boring. And, so and that road has cliche. been tread so many times and it's, it doesn't break right. through. It doesn't tell me anything about this person, but there's no, there's no connection. It's still, it's just stuck in that noise. It's like everything else you've heard a thousand times, you're like numb to those words. So I find that a lot of times I hit a wall when I'm talking to people about this stuff and they get a little uncomfortable when now it's time for them to, you know, put pen to paper or more, more likely, you know, type this out on their phones if they're doing an Instagram post or if they are writing up their website on their computer. And people tend to feel all of a sudden like, why does anyone care about what's really going on with me? Or do I really want to share those specific things? Or am I going to look stupid? How do you help people to go ahead and do it? And what aspects of their life would you think that they should start to dip their toe in if they're like, I don't know if I should share about myself, or I don't know what's interesting, or how do I get over the feeling of being such an idiot and such a fraud? How do you help people sort of navigate that? Right. I mean, for one thing, I would suggest that they don't go into it with this big mission of I'm going to be vulnerable now, <laughs> that's, that's you know, and then start this like, here's my most vulnerable post ever. Um, you could use a prompt like, 
here's a very simple prompt. I'm embarrassed to admit this, but... Ooh, I love this. Or I have a quick confession for you. Okay, you guys... And it doesn't have to be super serious, or it can be. There's 100,000 of you listening right now. I swear to you, if you each go and do this, listen to what she just said. I'm embarrassed to admit this, but I want you to write in what feedback you get. I promise you, it'll be one of your most loved posts on Instagram or Facebook, or if you put it on your website, people will love it. I promise. I'd love to see if you could try it and let us know, and I'll report back to Laura. Um... That is a really good yes, prompt. Please. What else do you? What else you got in there? What else I got in there? I'm just cut, like coming up <laughs> with this off the top. Yeah, you can say like confession time. I mean, if you're going to be vulnerable, mm. if you're trying to get out, out I the like things that, too. that you're normally right that you're normally afraid to admit. What are some of the things that are interesting to share? Like one thing that gets me, and I don't know how your feelings on this, but. Mm-hmm. I find it really, really annoying that everybody who's out there, even when they are quote unquote vulnerable, the thing that they're never really vulnerable about is the fact that they fight with their spouse or their boyfriend. And I like to get on there sometimes and be like, it is so hard. Like we're having a good week this week, my husband and I, but we, I talk about it in this show. It's so, it's my hardest work for sure. There's so many ups and downs and zigzags and sideways and front ways. I'm mm-hmm. curious what do you think are the things people could try, meaning the audience might care to hear about those things? Because I feel like one of the reasons people get stuck is they're like, why would anyone care that I just felt really anxious today? What are the things that we should talk about? Because it's our life. We think we're boring. Do you know what I'm saying? We don't know which of those things are interesting to talk about. First of all, conflict is never boring. And anything that we're embarrassed about or that we feel like we're a failure at or that we're struggling with, that is conflict. And everybody loves it. That's what makes stories. That's what makes you want to watch the next episode of whatever you're watching on Netflix is conflict, the struggle between what you want and what you have, right? Um, Yeah. But it also, it's what makes you relatable. I encourage people to be flossom. You need to put all your flaws out there. Nobody wants to see your perfection. I mean, you might, if you post the best picture of you ever, yes, you'll get a lot of engagement. You'll get a lot of the like fire emojis, but (laughs) it's, it's not what really draws people to you. What draws them to you is when you talk about your flaws and talk about your struggles and talk about the, you know, what went terribly this morning. Um, I just posted something about how I can't sleep and how I cannot seem to get up before 9 a.m. any morning. And and it got like lots of engagement because everyone's yeah. like, yeah, me too. Or, and you're or being honest. Early, but, it's yes, like, and like, it's, I get up every day and do a meditation. Then I go for a run. Then I eat a smoothie bowl. It's like, who the F are you? Like nobody does that consistently every single day. Not even the gurus of this, like maybe like a guy who's maybe. like in Tibet who sits on a mountain, but like, come yeah, on. And drains you know, his like, sinuses too along the way. Right. Um, but I, I now have another question because we're talking mm-hmm. a lot about being flossom. We're talking about putting things out there and being real. And the question is, we started off talking about branding. Now, some people are going to say, I don't get it. Here I am with my business that sells soap or my business that I have a yoga studio. Why would I bring in any of this stuff? So where do you sort of separate this out between who are the people who should be doing this kind of thing where we're talking about ourselves and our lives and what's working, what's not working and just being very real in branding our full selves And who are the people who like, no, this is my company. I have a pie shop. I would never talk about that. Or do you, even when you're branding your pie shop? 
I think so. I think that there's always a place for it. And it's, it's I do unusual. Too. I'm so glad you right? said that. <laughs> I do yeah. too, though. I really do. Because that's what I think separates your pie shop from the 60 others, is that the person who owns it or the message behind it is coming from something that, again, feels human. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I never worked in branding for any kind of corporate entity or any kind of Um, No, I don't think you're wrong at all. And I think more and more, the world is full of personal brands, like on our own, we're solopreneurs, or we own the business, or we are the face of the business. And I think that that is an incredibly effective way to build a following, to build an audience, to build people who want to buy the pie from you and not the place on the corner. It's not necessarily because your pie is better than they might think it's better because it's baked by you. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's generally like, oh, yeah, I know her. I want to buy it from her. I mean, that's who, you know, the expression, we buy from people we know, like, and trust, right? Yes. I didn't know that exactly, but that makes sense. You mm -hmm. buy it from people you know, like, and trust. Like, and trust. And the way to get people to know, like, and trust you is to be you and to show yourself to show who you are and people start to feel like they know you. I mean, just like I felt like I knew you from listening to your podcast. You talk about your life, you talk about yourself, you express your personality. And so I was like, oh yeah, I know Kathy. Oh wait, I don't know Kathy. I've never met her, but I feel like I know you. Yeah. And so like when a new episode comes out, I want to listen to it, not just because I love the interviews and I love your podcast style, but I feel loyal. I feel like, oh, it's my friend's podcast. I'll listen to the new one. That's cool. That's so cool. Now, for some people, they don't have a sense yet of who they are. Like, who am I? What is myself? I'm not really sure. I don't even know how to pinpoint what I like, what I don't like. How do you help people to pinpoint the things that make them them? unique. Yeah. There are a couple of things. Well, for one, when we're talking about like that client that I mentioned, yeah, I have a form that people fill out when they work with me. And one of the first questions is, what do you do? And then the second question is, what do you say you do if you don't give a crap who's listening uh. or what anyone thinks? That's great. And that's where the good stuff is. So for in terms of talking about your business and what you do, that's a good way of Mm. figuring it out. I have an exercise called the coat of arms exercise. So you know what a coat of arms is or a family crest? Yeah. Which is, yeah, basically like a shield with maybe four symbols on it or collection of symbols. Like what would be on yours? Um, So in other words, what do you stand for? What are you obsessed with? It could be, sometimes it could be negative things. Like, what do you struggle with? Um, What are the recurring themes in your life? They come up with four of those. And another way to think of them is to think about what, and you can ask people too, what makes people think of you? So that's not just, it's not the same as what do people think of when they think of you? It's what makes them think of you? What makes them say like, oh, I have to post this on Kathy's wall. She's Mm. obsessed with this. Or, oh, I thought of you the other day. I saw this thing about blah, blah, blah. What would those things be? And it can be really effective to ask some really good friends that question. I love that. These are, you're so nice and down to earth (laughs) and cool. And then you're also so smart and you have so many helpful, helpful things to share. You're also, not only are you incredible at copy, but you've been an incredibly successful, smart businesswoman. You built a huge business working for yourself and really doing what you love. What do you think 
might be some of the most important things that people should consider to grow what you've grown? Well, the first thing that was really helpful is not knowing all the rules because we're not really understanding what I was doing because I wrote a blog, like I put up services, right, for the copywriting services for clients. And then I wrote a blog that had nothing to do with copywriting. Um, And I kind of knew that I should be writing it about copywriting. My opt-in was about copywriting, but I was like, oh, the blog is supposed to be a blog. Like the blog is where I put my stories and where I just Uh, write about life. Yep. And from an SEO standpoint, not effective at all. Like the probably, I I think the highest ranked search term leading to my blog is make slave eat toenail clippings. I don't even know. I can't even remember what blog post that sentence that was ever uttered. (laughs) (laughs) It's unfortunate. Those are not high paying clients who Mm, find me that way. That's too bad. So The benefit of that, of not really knowing what I was doing and doing it the wrong way, was that I created an outlet for, I say, a true outlet for my talent. Like, I love just writing stories, and and that's what I was doing. And so, for one, it made me feel creatively fulfilled, and I felt like it was part of my business, even though it wasn't directly generating income. Mm -hmm. And two, people got to know me from it, and they kind of got to see that as copy. In a way, the message became the medium. (laughs) That's convoluted. But people would say, I love your copy. And I'd be like, where do you see it? And they're like, on your blog posts. So great. So my blog is my copy. And um, they hired me from it. So I'd say the tip there is, for one, don't worry if you don't know all the rules and you don't know everything you're doing. And two is do something that expresses you, like we were just talking about. And that is the most important thing for gaining trust and getting people to keep you as top of mind yeah. and are going to hire you. And now you talked about opt-ins a few mm-hmm. times. Like we haven't gone into that as much as we probably yeah. should, because it is such an important, you it's know, really important. part of this process. So where do you put your opt-ins? Just on your website? My opt-in is on my website. They're okay. on my website and I have landing pages, which are a part of my website, but you don't see the rest of the website got it, got it. Okay. on them. So if you go to Instagram, I'll say like LinkedIn profile, like I'll help you, you know, here, um, my 22 non-sucky subject lines or whatever. Yeah. And the link is there and you go there and there's nothing to do, but give your email and your name and mm-hmm. then hit, I want it. And that's what builds my list. And it is really important to build a list of people who want to hear from you yeah, and then to let them hear from you. So you don't want to just build a list and then ignore them. No. You want to keep in touch with them. Yeah. This is your most important channel. Email is your most important social media channel for your business, for anything that you want to promote. Do you email your list once a week? I do. And I haven't been regular about the day, but I, I email them once a week. And you give them a little tip or do you tell them something's going on in your life? Sometimes I do both. I've figured okay. out kind of a balance now because I, I, I used to be, oh, I just want to write weird stories to people and then have them give me money. <laughs> well, it doesn't really work that way. Right. So I write my stories and then I work in either a tip or a point or something that makes this audience who are mostly online entrepreneurs and into this kind of stuff and into marketing makes them feel like they are getting what they call value. Yeah. 
That's now, really, really cool. value can come in many forms. Value does not have to be a teachable. So it doesn't have to be a tip. It can be um, like if I make you feel an emotion, that is value. If I get a reaction out of you, that is value. If I spur you into action, any kind of action, that is value. So anything so cool. when people feel like this was worth my time, that's value. So I try to make sure that there's always some kind of obvious value. And then sometimes I sell something. Sometimes I don't. So I know that you're up to lots of things. So what's brewing right now? What's next for you? Well, I'm always obsessively emailing my list. That is my favorite thing to do, by the way. I love writing. Oh, cool. Like yeah, I just, I love writing emails, right? So that's my, that's kind of the engine of my business. Uh -huh. So if you, anytime you sign up, you will get emails from me and um, I hope that you like them. I'm very proud of them. And so coming up at some point in 2019, can't say when, we're going to run the copy cure again. Awesome. And um, I'm deciding whether to do it or not. I um, run a writing workshop in Italy um, I have for the past oh, three years. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's amazing. And it's super so fun. fun. So deciding whether or not to do it this year, just because I have a trip planned. If I don't do it right. this year, I'll definitely do it in 2020. Amazing. And generally, like, that's what I'm up to and teaching people different things and on an ongoing basis, teaching people how to put their full personality into their business and get as close as possible to getting paid to be you. That's the goal, right? I love it. Yes, that's how I feel. Okay, before we go on, let's just thank one of our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Ring. We love Ring in my house because... The other day, somebody actually stole a package off of our front door and we were able to go ahead and reach out to Amazon and we saw the whole thing because of our Ring doorbell. We have it on camera. But Ring is so important and it's so good, not only for security reasons, but also if I'm out. The other day, somebody came to the house and I was having a lunch meeting and the doorbell rings on my phone and I was able to talk to the person in front of the door and I was like, hang on, I'll be there in 10 minutes. And it's just super, super cool, super helpful. Ring's mission is to make your neighborhood safer. You might already know about their smart video doorbells and cameras that protect millions of people everywhere, but Ring helps you stay connected to your home anywhere in the world. So if there's a package delivery or a surprise visitor, you're gonna get alert and you're gonna be able to see, hear, and speak to that person all from your phone. That's thanks to the HD video and two-way audio features on Ring devices. As a listener, you have a special offer on a Ring Starter Kit available right now with a video doorbell and motion-activated floodlight cam. The Starter Kit has everything you need to start building a ring of security around your home. Just go to ring.com slash dreamjob. That's ring.com slash dreamjob. Thanks to BioClarity for supporting our podcast. Your face is often your first impression and shows off everything it takes in, so feed it well. What healthy eating does for your body, BioClarity is going to do that for your face. My skin is super dry, so when that happens, I just use a little bit of their Hydrate Skin Smoothie, which is the moisturizer that makes my skin really nice and soft. They also have the Essential Routine, which is a three-step skincare regimen that's packed with gentle botanicals that nurture your natural radiance and smells really good too. And their hydrating mask is great for giving your skin a quick pick-me-up. It's like getting a facial in a flash. Plus, they have products for your body like the Sudsy So Fresh, So Clean Body Wash for silkier, smoother skin. You can get started on healthier habits with your skincare. Just go to bioclarity.com. My listeners are going to get 15% off your first purchase plus free shipping when you buy a routine. And it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. You just have to enter my code DREAMJOB. That's bioclarity.com and enter my code DREAMJOB. So as we're signing off, I'm just curious... 
because I feel like there's going to be some people who start to do this and they're going to say, but I don't really feel like I'm good at this. Like, is there room for us to learn to figure this out? I'd say the best course of action is to just start by writing a ton. Express mm-hmm. yourself, write posts, you know, treat Instagram like a microblog and you can, you can do it on there. I, I do believe in having your own platform. So I think you should also write those things to a list of people. Um, I know you've had Seth Godin on and I love him so much. That's actually how I found your podcast in the first place. And Seth Godin, he thinks that everybody should have a blog, that everybody should write something once a day. Yeah. I, I've heard him say that. I think that's a great idea. Um, I've tried blogging once a day and that was really hard for me. So I recommend writing, first of all, every single day for yourself. Yeah. Doing, whether it's morning pages, um, Mm -hmm. longhand, or I use 750words.com. That's Mm 750words.com. And I free write there every single day to get myself going and to feel like I can get all the garbage out onto the page and do something that's low pressure. But I recommend starting in a kind of low impact way and write things without feeling like it really matters. It's great if nobody's watching, if only one person is watching. That's awesome. You have the freedom to just be you and see what catches on and see what resonates with people and see what they repeat back to you and see where they engage and do more of that. That is so cool. I love that. All right. Well, tell us where to find you, how to get on your list and all that good stuff. You're so adorable. So glad that you've been here. How do we get more of you? (laughs) You can get more of me at TalkingShrimp.com. That is spelled just like it sounds, TalkingShrimp.com. And you will see ways to get on my list there. You can download my five tips for non-sucky copy. You can um, just sign up for emails. You'll see a thing that says, get the only emails anyone likes anymore, which is a big audacious brag. (laughs) Everything you say makes me laugh. I love it. (laughs) I love it. Love it. Love it. Laura, you're sensational. You're just really fun and smart. It's great to have you here. Thank you for giving us all this time. It's super generous. Thank you so much. And you're fun and smart. Thank you. So awesome. Thank you so much. That was so fun. Laura is amazing. I just learned so much. You guys go check out Laura's website because there's incredible information there. You guys can get on her email list and really be a part of what she's doing and see what it really looks like when a pro is emailing you. Not only can you get incredible tips and learn so much from her about copy, but I think just being a part of her email list and seeing the way she writes will really inspire you. So go check that out. All right. Here are some of the takeaways. Number one, conversational is the new professional. Number two, optimize the page and your audience's attention. Start and end with a bang. Number three, paint a picture. Use those concrete details to show instead of tell. Number four, write something that will make someone say yes or yikes or yay. Find the language that hits home with your audience. Number five, be flossom. Nobody wants to see perfection anyway. Number six, be you, show you. We buy from the people who we know, we like, and we trust. Number seven, you don't have to know all the rules in order to start. Number eight, value comes in many forms. And number nine, write something once a day, even if it's just for you, express yourself.
All right, so all of these takeaways plus some of the exercises Laura mentioned are gonna be in a cheat sheet, which you can find in the show notes. We've been doing this over the last few weeks. We've been making you guys these cheat sheets with, with great questions and some exercises that you can do to sort of incorporate any of the things that we've been talking about on these shows. And I'd love to know what answers you come up with. So you can go ahead and post your answers in the Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group, or you can just let me know on Instagram. I'm at kathy.heller, C-A-T-H-Y dot H-E-L-L-E-R. And you can always shoot me a DM because I read all of my DMs every single day. And also, if you're in a listening group, you can share your answers with your group. Part of the reason we want to create these cheat sheets is to give you guys support when you're meeting up with your group every week, just like a book club. You can listen to the podcast and you can create a group if you want amongst yourselves. Or if you want us to help you, you can reach out to us at hello at don'tkeepyourdayjob.com or there's a link in the show notes if you want to join a meetup group. We can help put you with a group of like-minded people who listen to the show who might live near you and you guys can get together and you can use these cheat sheets to ask each other questions and to really try to take the best pieces and the best advice from these episodes and incorporate them into your own journey. I think it's a really cool way to learn a little bit more about each other and to keep each other accountable and to support one another. So I highly suggest joining one of these meetup groups. Okay, now... You guys have probably heard me mention I'm doing this epic workshop. It's a two-day workshop called the Dreamtopia Workshop. It's going to be a full two days in March, the 14th and 15th. And we have incredible people, awesome people who've already been on the show, who you love. You're going to be spending time with a series of of incredible, inspiring speakers. Sahara Rose is going to be there. Saul Blinkoff, Amy Tangerine. I just spoke to several of our other guests and I will let you know as soon as I have confirmation. But everybody just keeps texting me back. Yes, I want to be there. Let me check with my publicist. Let me look at my calendar. I'm going to let you know ASAP. And there's going to be other really cool things. We might have somebody leading a meditation at this event. We're also going to be doing some really important breakthrough exercises to help you really get into the flow. You know, I said it at the beginning of this episode, I've been saying it more and more, but here's the bottom line. I know you want to grow your business. I know you want more fulfillment. I know you want the doors to crack wide open and for the opportunities. And I know you want all of that to just really be here and for you to be able to embrace all of that and to serve the way you were supposed to serve and have the success beyond your wildest dreams. And here's really what it comes down to. It's not about a perfect hashtag. It's not about a perfect business plan. It's not about some secret SEO search, you know, Google search term. What it really is, it's about you being you in the purest form. It's about you making subtle yet powerful shifts inside of yourself so that you're in the flow. The fear has sort of fallen by the wayside and you can really come to understand what to lean into, where you're really being pulled, what you really came here to do. And I want to help you to really get in that state where you are the truest, most authentic expression of yourself. Because I promise you, that's where all the breakthroughs come. That's where all the clients come. That's where all the ideas come. And that's where people start to resonate with you. And the world becomes a mirror for that. And things start to shift. And this is what these two days is going to be. You're going to walk away really feeling much more in line with who you are. And 2019 is going to be the best, best, best ever. So go ahead and get your tickets. If you use the code EARLYBIRD, you are going to get $54 off. So you can get this full two-day event for just $296. Go to dreamtopiaworkshop.com and grab your ticket. I'm going to, I can't wait to see you guys, give you guys a hug, be there with you for two days. You're going to make some amazing friends. 
And it's really going to be something that's life-changing. That discount code is going to be available through January 1st. When you go to dreamtopiaworkshop.com, you'll get your ticket and enter code EARLYBIRD. That's EARLYBIRD, all one word, and you're going to get $54 off the original ticket price. We have that code until the end of 2018. So don't miss out on that deal. I can't wait to see you guys there. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being here. If this is making you feel inspired, if you're feeling something is happening from listening to the show, then take a second and please share this episode with a friend. If there's any episode that's really moved you, go ahead and share that with a friend. I'm going to be doing another giveaway this week. So come on over to my Instagram. I'm actually going to be giving away two free tickets to the Dreamtopia workshop on Friday. Uh, You'll see a post in my Instagram Uh, with me standing in front of this beautiful mural and it says Dreamtopia, you can go ahead and enter the giveaway in the comments to that post. It would mean the world to me if you guys would support us by leaving us an iTunes review. And do me a favor, the next time you're with a friend who's talking about something that they dream of doing or someone who's creative or someone who's feeling a little overwhelmed but knows what they want to do but is a little scared to take that action, refer them to the show. Uh, Tell them to subscribe. It's free. And I think that what we're creating here is really powerful. You guys, I told you that our Facebook group just hit over 7,000 incredible souls. It's honestly incredible. And I believe we have the power to grow this into something even bigger. And it's really like a kaleidoscope. It just keeps turning and the picture just keeps really growing and growing. And I'm excited for the waves that we're going to be able to spread across the world this year, just us as a group. So let's really keep spreading our colors and making this our corners of the world brighter and brighter. I'll leave you with a song of mine and I'll talk to you guys on Thursday. The podcast is a production of Authentic. For more info on advertising in this show, visit AuthenticShows.com. When you just can't sleep When you're counting sheep I'll be here for you I'll be here for you When you need to talk Take a good long walk I'll be here for you I'll be here